Hi, this is Kaylin, and I'll be talking about some of the most common misconceptions about trauma. The most common one I've ever heard is that trauma can only come from situations where you were put in serious danger, you were seriously injured, or displaced, and your entire life was changed around. And while those are all very traumatic and definitely fall under this category, there are smaller things that are also involved. Most of the time, these are referred to as big T's versus little T's. The big T's are the ones that you hear about the most common, like sexual or domestic assault, natural disasters, loss of someone you care about, or like long-term diseases like autoimmune or cancer. And these all are extremely traumatic and almost always change your life, but they're not the only ones. There's also little T's, which involve getting cheated on or divorce, maybe a surgery that didn't go all the way as planned, but that doesn't make them any less important or effective. There's tears to trauma, and just because you're experiencing some sort of post-traumatic stress from something that you think may not be on the same tier as the other ones that I mentioned, doesn't make them any less valid. They still can very much affect you, and that doesn't make you weak. It just, everybody's brain works differently, and some are affected by divorce per se, but they could have lost their someone that was very dear to them and the divorce would affect them more than like the death of a parent or something so there's really no saying that any level of trauma is unreasonable or attention seeking that's a common misconception there is a third type of trauma called relational that's mostly about Things that happened as a kid sometimes neglect a type of abuse, a serious thing that happened. And surprisingly, those are normally less lifelong or long-lasting. It depends on the person, but two out of three adults are seen show signs of moving past their childhood traumas. Another really common one is that all types of serious and even less minor traumas lead to PTSD. While it's very possible, and it does happen on several occasions, it's not the only reaction. Some people can be jumped on the street and lose a decent amount of money and be completely fine with it the next week. Maybe, obviously, they don't like that it happened and it sucked, but They don't have any reoccurring issues due to it. While another person might just completely break down. They see it in their head several times a day. They have nightmares about it and it just settles within them. It's never... You can never know how a person will react until after it happens. And it's never a thing of weak or strong. It's just different. Actually, post-traumatic stress in itself is way more common than having the actual disorder that comes with it. You may just have situations where 
for maybe a year or so afterwards, you come across a trigger that sets you off or you become depressed about certain subjects, but you don't, it doesn't affect your everyday to day life like it would with PTSD. And another thing that does happen is you can have a little T event or even several and you do get PTSD. There is no real determining factor on whether you get it or not. And this is an important thing for a lot of people to know. Even when you have full-blown PTSD, it's not always permanent. It's usually a lot more long-lasting and affecting than just the post-traumatic stress. But after 20 or 30 years, you can have grown and healed enough to move past the situation. Maybe you even confronted the person who got you there. And you can just... Well, you'll never forget. You can move on. It's kind of a good way to visualize it is, let's say when you were a kid, you were playing and you opened up your knee from falling on the sidewalk. For quite a while, that wound will be open. You touch it and it hurts. If you get a little bit more dirt in it, it reactivates it and makes it harder to heal. But after a while, it just scars over. And while the skin doesn't fully go back to how it was before, it slowly starts to look more normal. This skin tone changes back. It gets less prominent. That's a very common thing with PTSD. In the very beginning, it's like raw. It's, if you t- touch it with triggers or just thinking about it, it feels like you're going through it exactly like it happened before. But as time goes by, well, you can still get put off and hurt. It's not as strong and you move back into who you used to be before the event. So PTSD is not a life sentence. It can just, it can affect you for quite a while. And it can be a life sentence, but it doesn't have to be in every situation. With an interview that I did with a therapist, she told me that while therapy is a very good approach, it's not the only way. You can get advice from a friend who's been through a situation. You can turn to religion, hobbies, and just personal growth, and that can be enough for you to move on. You don't need to get an EMDR treatment or talk with a therapist three times a week to move past it. It's always an option, but it's not the only way. Sometimes you're not comfortable opening up to a stranger, or you're just not ready to get into it enough where it might have to be reported. And that is totally fine. You can definitely do it on your own. Don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it, but it's not unheard of to heal and not go out of your way to pay for therapy or tell everyone you know so that way they can all support you. And another one that is more specifically directed to people who have just experienced trauma and don't really know how to process certain feelings Well, the event itself never should have happened, and it's terrible. The You can learn from those events and grow and actually come out a better person. A lot of the times, as time goes by, you see increased maturity. You learned a couple of life lessons, like how to see red flags or where to draw your lines and boundaries. But probably the most important one is empathy. 
you can definitely try to empathize with the people around you when they have certain things going on, but it's very hard to fully do so unless you've experienced something either similar or on the same level of pain as they have. And when you can empathize with people, you can help them heal and move past what they've been through and just be there. Most people who have been through certain events don't want pity or increased attention. They just want support. And if you haven't been through it, you'll find the people who will tell you ways that you might have not heard of it before or apologize or maybe even blame you because some people don't understand it enough to see that it's not at all your fault. But when someone empathizes, they're there for you, but don't try to fix your problems when you're not ready for it. And the last one I'm going to mention today is one that most people don't know about, and it hurts both people who were traumatized and both people who are being told about the events. The most, when you hear fight or flight, you think those are the only responses. You either get put into a situation and you fight for your life until you go down, or you run away. But there's a third F, and it's called freeze. Sometimes during really intense life's moments, you don't feel like you can run or feel like you can fight. It's almost like you're caught in one of those dreams where you can't move as something gets closer to you. You can't fight back. You're just stuck. It's almost like your arms turn to jelly. That happens in real life, especially when put in a terrible situation. You don't know. Your body freezes up and tenses and you just can't move. And that happens so often. There's the thing of, in most cases of sexual assault, you'll find people who will say, well, you didn't fight back or you didn't run away because they don't know about the freeze. Because sometimes you just can't and you cannot make yourself move. It's like you're stuck, glued in place. That is how I've heard it described. And it's very unfortunate that a lot of people think that that's not an option and that makes you almost accepting of what's going on, which is far from the case. There are several other misconceptions, but these are the ones that you hear about the most. So for all of the people who have been through the little T's and they froze up, or they didn't end up with PTSD when they went through something terrible, there's nothing wrong with them. It's, it's a very natural reaction. Victor E. Frankl said that an abnormal reaction to an abnormal event is actually normal. Because when you are put through situations that you never should have to be in, you're not going to act right. There is no normal for what's going on. It's individual and that will never change. And for the people listening to loved ones who have been through something, take these, in, take these to heart when you try to support them because they already went through something terrible. They don't need the people around them to make them feel guilty for it or make them feel unvalidated. So that's the end for today, and I hope you can use this in your life. Goodbye.